0: Welcome to Crossroads, a half-hour religious service sponsored by the Catholic Archdiocese of Nassau. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord, our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you, for it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy the author of all that is good through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the Lord I the Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 25 verses 14 to 30 Jesus told his disciples this parable a man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them to one he gave five talents to another two to a third one to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant, and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I have harvest where I did not plant, and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not have put my money in the bank? so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with 10. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) and welcome to Crossroads. This half-hour religious program is sponsored weekly by the Archdiocese of Nassau. It is produced here at our Catholic Communications Studio. I am Deacon Keith Roberts from Sacred Heart Roman Catholic Church located on Shirley Street. And the technical producer for tonight's broadcast is Mr. Benson Russell. For those of you just tuning in to this program, good evening and welcome. Remain in me as I remain in you, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me bears much fruit. My family in Christ, as we continue on this, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, We do so while recognizing that our gospel passage is a continuation of last week's gospel, calling us to preparedness. And today, the parable of the talents is yet another parable about the kingdom of heaven. The theme is basically the same, that readiness for the coming of the Lord requires both foresight and an investment of effort on the part of disciples. Again, a clear distinction is made between faithful and foolish responses to Jesus during his absence. Brothers and sisters, these responses are embedded in our day-to-day choices. And we are accountable to the one who has entrusted much. Beloved, the scenario is that of a rich man representing the son of man who entrusts his wealth to servants, his disciples, while he goes on a journey. That journey is his death, resurrection, and ascension. Three servants are given a monetary trust, with each receiving a different amount corresponding to his individual ability, not that of his neighbors, his friends, or his family members, but his own ability. The first receives five talents, the second two, and the third one masters expectation is that his servants should engage in some business venture that will yield him a profit see chapter luke chapter 19 verse 13 my family in christ it is impossible to calculate what each talent was worth in modern currency The talent was a measurement of weight, and the value of any given talent depended on whether it was gold, silver, or copper. Nevertheless, all agree that a single talent was a significant amount of wealth to be used in commercial trading. To give you an idea, it is said that a single talent of silver would be worth roughly 15 to 20 years' wages of a manual laborer. We can now see it is remarkable that the servants entrusted with five and two talents doubled the master's money before he returned. However, the servant with one talent declined to invest altogether. And buried his talent in a hole in the ground for safekeeping. Beloved, most commentators identify the talent of the parable with personal endowments of some sort. One might think of natural abilities and aptitudes that are meant to be used for the service of others. Similarly, The financial resources entrusted to us are to be invested for the good of others, especially the poor. See chapter 6, verse 3 to 4, and chapter 19, verse 21. One can also apply the talents to spiritual gifts that are meant to be used for the edification of the church. Each of these interpretations represents a legitimate way to read the parable and apply its lessons today. My family in Christ, beyond this, a good case can be made that each talent represents knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, as in chapter 13, verse 11. Matthew's readers are cued to make this connection in verse 29 where the principles of receiving more or having it take away is precisely what Jesus said earlier about his disciples' knowledge of the kingdom as in chapter 13 verse 12. Remember that the disciples unlike the crowds, were blessed to receive the interpretation of the parables in private, as in chapter 13, verse 6. Their instruction in the kingdom is the sacred trust to be invested through a ministry of preaching and teaching the nations, as in chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. Beloved, When the master returns to settle accounts with his servants, the first two are praised and promoted. Since both made a hundred percent return on their investments, both are told, well done, my good and faithful servant, and come share your master's joy. Having been trustworthy in small matters, they are promised great responsibilities. This is the same principle enunciated in chapter 24, verse 47. Namely, that fulfilling spiritual duties well earns even more of the Lord's trust. Then the servant in charge of one talent renders his account with the excuse for giving back the same amount because he knew the master to be a demanding person, raking in profits where he could. He was paralyzed with fear at the thought of losing his master's money. This is why he buried the talent rather than investing it. The reply of the master is a stern and stinging rebuke. In his view, the very reason cited for burying the talent should have been the motivation to trade with it. The fact that the servant knew his master to be a rough businessman should have prompted him to pursue some kind of financial undertaking. Even the small amount of interest he could have earned from a bank would have been better than no return at all. Beloved, but having failed, To make even a minimal effort, he is branded a wicked and lazy servant. My family in Christ, confining ourselves to the storyline of the parable, the master's rebuke seems excessively harsh. But if the talents represent each servant's knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, as in chapter 13, verse 11, then the severity of the charge is understandable. Being entrusted with the message of salvation entails great responsibility. To sit on that message or to bury it for ourselves or selfish reasons is a serious breach of responsibility to the Lord who calls us to share his good news with the world. Beloved, he does not want us to give it back to him, unshared and unfruitful. The concluding verses are the sentencing for the wicked servant to the darkness that lies outside the kingdom. As often in Matthew's gospel, this is the realm of the damned, where there is constant wailing and grinding of teeth, also seen in eight, cha- chapter 8, verse 11, chapter 13, verse 42, and, cha- and verse 50, chapter 22, verse 13, chapter 24, verse 51. Even the one talent he had is in the trust of the master was taken away and given to another. My family in Christ, these are sobering words that every disciple of Jesus needs to hear. Whatever we have been given, be it natural abilities, financial resources, spiritual gifts, or stewardship of the mysteries of the kingdom, we will have to render an account for the way we have used what has been entrusted to us. Only by investing our gifts and turning a profit for the Lord will we enter into the joy of his kingdom. Beloved. Remain in me as I remain in you, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me bears much fruit. Let us pray. May the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, Jesus our Lord, furnish us with all that is good, so that we may do his will. May he carry out in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. Amen. May Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Crossroads is on the air every Sunday evening at 9.30 p.m. on AM 1540. If you have any suggestions for this program, you may write to the Communications Department at P.O. Box N-8187-Nassau, or you may visit our website at www.archdioceseofnassau.org.